My dad got a camcorder in the late 80s. And at some point, he started using it to film his lap swimming at the swim complex. So he asked for permission to set it up on a tripod and just film the lane that he was using to swim so he could go back and analyze his freestyle stroke, like where his arms were and how he was breathing, where his hips were, and specifically his flip kicks to make sure they were efficient, I guess. And I remember thinking, that's so weird, Dad. And now I realize that's totally something I would do. And it's like facts like that that make me really miss my dad. I wish I could tell him. Welcome to OneWord.com's podcast. Each episode revolves around one word. Today's word is... Swim. All right, suit up. Or don't. No judgment here. Three, two, one. Go. Swimming, swimming in my swimming pool. When days are hot, when days are cold, in my swimming pool. I've likely been swimming since I could walk. We went to the YMCA probably twice a week for uh, years. That metaphor of like, keep on swimming and treading water and trying to just stay at the surface. Learning how to swim is a lot like learning how to fly. It's not something that uh, comes naturally to a human being. (laughs) I think the first time I learned to swim was in the bathtub. I think that's probably where most people really learn to swim. You're not going to get a lot of strokes in, but hey. I was so afraid of swimming. While all the other kids were swimming, I just stood in the shallow end, hopping. I found out later that that's how hippos navigate the waters. They don't really swim. They hop. They bound through the bottom of the Nile. The movie Jaws really messed me up as a kid. I mean, it basically made me scared of going into bodies of water. That even goes so far as, like, taking a shower. I was imagining a great white shark bursting through the bathtub and eating me whole. I would actually ask one of my parents to stay in the bathroom with me when I would take a shower as a kid. I think that that phobia has kind of stayed with me. My grandfather built some cabins on a lake in eastern Connecticut in the early 1960s. Part of this is a sauna and a dock right on the lake. Learning to swim was done the old-fashioned way. Thrown off a dock. When I hear swim, I think of my mom insisting that my sister and I growing up took swimming lessons, mostly because she had a fear that we were going to drown. And so she just, this was her way of addressing that fear. 
I did not want to get in the water at all. And my dad was so embarrassed that his little boy was not going to get in the water. Just wouldn't do it. And uh, I vaguely remember him finally throwing me in to just get in the water. And I, you know, was real horrible that day, but then realized it wasn't that bad. My oldest refused to put his face in the water for so many years that I thought he would never swim. So when he finally took lessons and found the right teacher and is able to do it on his own and swim laps, we gave him an entire Millennium Falcon Lego set. And he was five years old and he built the whole thing because he swam a lap. When my family would go vacation up at our cabin, there was a nearby resort that had a swimming pool and uh, you could rent swimming suits. And I don't know why, but it always seemed like by the time I rented the swimming suit, pretty much everything was gone. So I would usually get some sort of top and um, boys swimming trunks. And that would be my swimsuit for the day. But I didn't care because, hey, I was swimming. I decided I got to get some exercise because I'm getting fat. And I'm chatting with a friend of mine. I'm like, brother, listen, I can't go to one of these fancy gyms where everyone's wearing spandex and they're all doing Pilates. I don't even really know what a Pilates is. I'm pretty sure I can't do one. So anyway, my friend, he tells me, dude, you just got to go to the rec center. It's, it's right by your house. And I'm thinking, that's it. That's perfect. So I join up. And I walk in and it's like I've walked into the senior center. Like everybody there, there's like 20 or 30 people there. They're all about 30 years older than me. And I could tell like as soon as I walk in, like they had all knew each other because they're all retired. I found out later. But anyway, I find my guy in the back and he's this old vet and we're yucking it up in the back of the pool. I feel like I'm in high school again. And I'm kind of paying attention. I'm getting a little bit lost. I'm like, George, what are we doing? George looks over and he's like, dude, we're doing Pilates. So I was at work and I got um, a Facebook notification. So you've been tagged in a photo and I clicked on it and it was uh, Braxton and Lisa's pool party uh, on the 4th of July. They have a above ground and um, I clicked on it. I was excited because I had a blast and uh, I opened them photos and I was like, who's that fat motherfucker? I, I didn't even recognize and uh it was me that was me and i wasn't fooling nobody by wearing my shirt in the pool man if anything the water when it got in my shirt it just accentuated uh how big my breasts had become i made the decision i said i gotta change i gotta do something so i decided it's just gonna be diet mountain dew and uh coors light which is like diet coors it's coors but it's good for you and i'm gonna do that for a whole year and then next year, I'll, we're going to take pictures at the pool party. I'm going to do before or after. The first time you do it, you'll probably die if you're not held up by something that is um, helping you float. <laughs> I was not as elegant as a hippo. No, no. I was just a little bobbing, sad little thing with floaties wishing I could swim. And then one day I was paired with a wonderful old lady. I don't remember her name, but I remember she had gray curly hair that went around her head, kind of like a bathing cap. And the way she taught me to swim was this. She had her arms relaxed 
and then they floated up to the surface and then she had me relax my arms and then they floated up to the surface and as soon as I got that idea that if I relaxed my body would float up to the surface I began to swim. For my two milestone birthdays, a 40th and a 50th, all I wanted to do was rent a house that had a swimming pool and just swim. We would just wear our inner tubes um, around our waist. If we got out of the pool, we never took them off. And I have successfully done that two decades in a row now. They literally had to pry me out of the pool on my most recent birthday so that they could sing happy birthday to me. See, when a human is born, it can't do anything. It can't walk. It can't talk. Barely figuring out how to breathe. And somewhere after breathing comes screaming. But a fish, right away, is swimming. It is born to swim. Swims out of the egg. Keeps on swimming. It must be nice to have that kind of natural buoyancy. Just swimming through life. It's a nice metaphor for humans, right? Because we can't literally swim through life. Because when we're swimming, we're literally swimming away from death. Swim makes me think of my time on the Watauga County swim team. Uh, And in this story, I'm 11 years old. I had just changed into my team uniform, which was a tiny little Speedo. Uh, It was black, and it had three neon stripes on it. It was the early 90s, so neon was pretty cool, you guys. And there was an older girl. She was maybe 13 at the time, and uh, she had clearly, like, developed recently, and she just filled out her bathing suit in a way that I found mesmerizing. I didn't fully understand why. I had not yet begun a lot of sexual exploration myself. I just sensed that I was deeply attracted to her chest. And I just, I wanted to be near her and and just, you know, I I don't even know what I wanted to do. I just, I know that it involved me being closer to her. I could never do a back dive. They named all the classes like different types of fish. And I think shark was like the top. And I could never become a shark because I could not do a backflip. All the crazy stories that happen when you have too many drinks and are in paradise and like um, skinny dipping in the ocean. Swimming is the only alternative we have (laughs) to death. I think of that every time I'm in the ocean. It's a very unnatural feeling when you're not a fish. Taking a hot sauna and then jumping in a cold lake is truly a mind-altering experience. You get this head buzz. It's literally like taking a shot of some sort of laughing gas or other mind-altering experience. And it's even more magical if you swim out on your back, ears underwater so the sounds are muffled, and look up and it's a starry night with no moon because you can't imagine the number of stars that there are out there. I'm thinking how wonderful it is and how small you are. Big love to everyone who submitted their voices for this episode. It's appreciated. Allison in Herndon, Virginia 
at Artifact LA, David at Barton Smart Trivia, Jerry and Liz in Salt Lake City, Mark in Northern Virginia, Scott in San Jose, and Kat and Steven in Los Angeles. To be a part of a future episode, go to podcast.oneword.com or go write about the daily word at oneword.com. Until next time. Okay, class, I graded your essays, and the winner is Dylan with What I Did Over Summer Vacation. I'm going to read from his essay now. Dead ass, no flex, I'm a lifeguard at the Municipal Rec Center. Facts. You come in at 2 p.m. and you pick the music, bangers, until 5 p.m. and then you leave. Facts. You can get cross-faded and wear sunglasses and not even look sus. Dead ass. Good job, Dylan.